Hello and welcome to another episode of Thriller Podcast with Car Gonzalez. Today we're going to be talking Bitcoin. The number one question I get asked all the time, and that is, why does Bitcoin have value? That's going to be our main topic. We're also going to hit up the iPhone X, just got released today, and we're going to be talking Coin Talk as well and our tech tip of the day. Thriller Podcast starting now. Welcome to Thriller with Car Gonzalez, broadcasting from Austin, Texas. Via SoundCloud and supported by listeners like you. Segwit 2x12 days and counting. It's time for the news. 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 Thriller with Car Gonzalez. Okay, so first up, we got our iPhone X review. Um, I haven't played with it. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not going to purchase one. But there's been tons of reviews online, and everybody's talking about it. People are saying it's the greatest iPhone that's ever been released. People are calling it the next Messiah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's being held as the next great phone. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play some tracks from The Verge. Uh, Neil I. Patel has done a iPhone X review, and it's actually pretty damn good. Um, listen to him now. This is the iPhone 10. And look, I know every year we say the new iPhone is the best iPhone, but this really is the best iPhone ever made. Now, we've been waiting for this phone for a long time now. Apple says it's a complete reimagining of what the iPhone can be, and there's a lot of major changes here. Apple's gotten rid of the home button, there's no more fingerprint sensor, there's an OLED screen, the first on an Apple phone, you unlock it just by looking at it, there's all kinds of new gestures for navigating. There are some big bets here on the future of the iPhone, and a lot of unanswered questions. Go to TheVerge.com, watch the rest of the review. It's like a 20-minute long review. He actually goes pretty thorough with everything from the interface to the front-facing camera. It's pretty in-depth. Um, I haven't seen the phone yet. I'm going to go to the Apple Store tomorrow to take a look at it. I don't know what the Face ID is going to look like. I know I'm probably not going to like it, but I know the display is going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to get my hands on it. As soon as I get my hands on it, you guys will be hearing it first here on Thriller Podcast, so stay tuned for that. Now let's jump into Tech Tip of the Day, starting now. So today's tech tip of the day is actually a nice one, especially if you haven't upgraded to Windows 10. If you want to upgrade, you still have time for free. If you go to bit.ly.com slash micro 10, M-I-C-R-O-T-E-N, you can upgrade to Windows 10 for free right now. Now, this is going to end here in December. Microsoft's going to cut this off. They're not going to allow you to download Windows 10 anymore for free after December 31st. That's it. You're going to have to start paying for it. So if you have Windows 7, Windows 8.1, or Windows 8, now's the time to upgrade to Windows 10. It's stable. It's actually a pretty good operating system. If you're on Windows 8, there's absolutely no reason for you to be on that thing. It's horrible. <laughs> and uh, if you're on Windows 7, I mean, that's your choice. Um, eventually, Windows 7 will cease out. But I mean, Windows 10 is a, actually a very great operating system, in my opinion. So right now, if you guys want to go ahead and download it, go to bit.ly.com slash micro 10 to get that free upgrade. And that's your tech tip of the day. It's time for Coin Talk. It is time for Coin Talk. 
As you guys know, this is my favorite part of my day, honestly. I love this segment. <laughs> and I will continue to do this segment for the very never-ending future. I will always do this segment. But, so, let's look into this. So, Bitcoin actually is at... 7,164, ladies and gentlemen. It was actually higher earlier today. I believe it got as high as 7,300. Yeah, 7,325. Then we got it back down to, yeah, 7,154 is dropping now. Um, at its lowest today was at close to 7,000. Um, I'm not worried. It's going to continue to rise up. I know I know. I made a bold prediction earlier this week and it said 8,000 by the end of the weekend. Um, I'm still holding to that. I still think by Monday morning we're going to come in here and it's going to be 8,000. Now, I don't know if it's going to drop back down, but I know it's going to... It's Guys, we're going to be over $10,000. I was thinking $10,000 by mid-April of next year, but it's starting to look like it might be $10,000 by mid-December or at least the end of December or the start of January. It's pretty serious. Um, right now, we look at altcoins. They actually have jumped back up. Uh, a lot of them are still hurting. Uh, I know Ripple took a massive hit the other day. Bitcoin Cash is doing fairly well right now. It's, it's up 5%. Um, it's currently... Uh, trading at um, 16 million. Wow, that's nice. So, oh yeah, you know what? Let me talk to you guys about BitConnect. My BitConnect wallet is actually making money and it's fucking awesome. It's not a lot of money, guys. Remember we talked about this. I, I only put, you know, $100 in the beginning and then I threw another $100 and I just recently dropped another $100. So Total, I have like $360 on there. It's not a lot. It's literally not a lot, right? So I'm making close to five, six dollars a day just just from investing that. And what's going on now is I can start compounding this interest and I can start re-putting it back in and generate more money. But what I am doing right now instead of that is I'm taking it out. I'm actually putting it inside my Bitcoin wallet. And the reason I'm doing that is because Bitcoin is soaring. And if I leave it in my lending wallet here on BitConnect, it literally will just sit there and make no money. Like it just it's just money sitting there, but it's not making any money. Yes, I could be compounding interest to it, but the way I look at it, with Bitcoin tr trading so high, if it gets to $8,000, especially before the hard fork, I can bring that that coin back into BitConnect and actually m turn a profit because it will be worth more when I bring it back in. I know it doesn't make a lot of sense to you, but if you guys haven't signed up for BitConnect, I highly suggest you guys do it. Even if it's just for $100, that could go the difference. If you guys want to do that, go to thrillerpodcast.club slash BitConnect. And then you can use our referral code and you'll get 3%. So it's a win-win for everybody. But let's get back to CoinTalk. I just had to tell you guys that because it's been, uh, I was just like excited today when I saw that I've been accumulating all this money. Um, it's pretty nice. So if we look here at XLM coin, we can see that's still at two cents. Man, guys, I should get back in there. And Ada coin, oh my God, she's taking a hit. Yeah, we end up having to sell Ada coin to get into BitConnect, but honestly, it was the right move at the time. There's really nothing we could have done to save that coin. It's because they, you know, they released some paperwork this week and it just wasn't anything. It literally was just a website page that they they put all this marketing behind and they tried to upsell the price of it and it kind of backfired. It backfired big time. And this is probably why, you know, some of these ICOs that are coming out, they're promising all this stuff, but if they don't actually deliver on it, it's going to hurt your coin. So you got to be very 
precise with how you market everything, especially when you're on these exchanges and people are trading and buying. I mean, any kind of news that's bad news or good news, I mean, it's gonna take you're gonna, it's gonna take a hit on your coin. So if you're if you're an ICO you know member out there and you're looking to invest in some ICOs, look at their marketing department, look at how they release news, look at that. I think that and the social graph of everything that they do makes the biggest difference in this. And you know what? With that, we're going to leave coin talk for this. And let's go ahead and get into our main topic. The main topic today is about Bitcoin, and I think you guys are going to like it. Let's do it. Time for today's main topic. So everywhere I go and everywhere I see, people are always asking me, Carlos, why the hell are you spending money on Bitcoin? And, you know, I have to defend myself at least three, four times a day. I'm not even joking, like either at work or, you know, sometimes when I'm hanging out with my friends, it just it always comes up. It's just something that people are constantly asking me about. And um, what they don't know is a lot of things. They don't know what I know, but they also don't know what they don't know. And what I want to do today is I want to share to you why this Bitcoin, why Bitcoin, why digital currency, why cryptocurrency, why these altcoins, but mainly why Bitcoin has value. So we're going to start back from the beginning because I think that's the best way to explain it. So if we look here, Bitcoin started by a guy who we think, but people tend to think now it was a group of people that did this. The person's name was Satoshi Nakamoto. And he created the reference implementation that began with the Genesis block of 50 coins. In 2008, on August 18th, the domain name Bitcoin.org was registered. On October 31st, a Bitcoin design paper was published. On November 9th, Bitcoin project registered at, South, at SourceForge.net. Then, in 2009, on January 3rd, Genesis block established at 18.15.05 GMT. January 9th, Bitcoin version Point zero one was released and announced on the cryptography mailing list. And then on finally, on January 12th, the very first Bitcoin transaction in block 170 from Satoshi Nakamoto to Hal Finney was started. And that kicked off an entire digital currency revolution. It's going to go, we're going to go back one day. That's going to be in the history books, that transaction. I think also people don't realize at that time Nothing like this had ever been invented. Yes, there was IP protocols, and yes, there was you know IPv6, and there was other types of you know BitTorrenting and stuff like that. But this type of capacity, thinking that this something like digital currency could actually work in, a, in the real world, is it was just years beyond its time. And if we look at the basic mechanism, transactions are published to the Bitcoin P2P network. Miners, computers compete to solve a proof-of-work problem an average of every 10 minutes. The winning miner publishes a summary of recent transactions in a block. Miners are rewarded with new coins for having published a valid block. Blocks are linked to previous blocks, creating a blockchain. The value of every account is evident on the blockchain. Everyone is expected to know the whole blockchain, and it's created on the ledger. Now you're probably wondering, Carlos, you haven't gotten to why Bitcoin has value. You haven't told me why it has value. I'm going to tell you now. Currency. When we think of currency, we think of things that we use to purchase with it. 
if we give somebody five dollars, we get ourselves a cheeseburger. If we give somebody two dollars, we give ourselves a gallon of gas. Let's look at currency and Bitcoin versus fiat currency. Scarce. Bitcoin supply is fixed at 21 million. Fiat is not. Since 2008, the Federal Federal Reserve has more than tripled the U.S. monetary base with its quantitative easing policies. Durability. Bitcoins have been lost or stolen, but never destroyed. Fiat currency can be easily lost, stolen, or destroyed. However, damage bills can be replaced without loss of value. With proper backup, bitcoins can last forever. Portability. Bitcoins are digital. Therefore, any amount can easily be transported over any distance with an internet or data connection for free. It is relatively easy to transport cash up to a certain amount, i.e. a wallet. However, larger amounts can require infrastructure, armored truck, customs declarations for cross-border transportation, or instruments, debit card, credit cards, fees. Divisible. One Bitcoin can be divided into 100 million pieces. The USD, for example, is divisible into 100 pieces. $1, 100 pennies. That's it. Bitcoin, 100 million pieces, all with potentially a higher value than the US $1 bill can ever be. Authenticity verification. Bitcoins are digital, therefore they must be identified in the public ledger by software. The USD is easily identifiable by an eye or chemical test, i.e. markers. Storage. Private keys that control Bitcoin ownership can be stored on paper in your brain, brain wallet, <laughs> or on a USB stick. You can only store a limited amount of fiat before requiring infrastructure like a mattress, a bank vault, burying it. <laughs> Difficult to counterfeit. It is mathematically impossible to counterfeit a Bitcoin, and a double spend attack has never been successfully penetrated. Fiat currencies have dealt with counterfeiting since their inception. Widespread use. Fiat money achieves status of legal tender via government decree. As a result, merchants must accept it and citizens must settle their taxes with it. Bitcoin is less than, what, eight, eight years old and does not currently have widespread adoption. However, large-scale retailers are beginning to accept it as a form of payment. Many institutional professional investors have added Bitcoin to their portfolios, so I think it's horseshit when they say that Bitcoin is a fraud. I'm going to play a video from Andreas Antopoulos, and I want you guys to listen to what he says. It's very informing, and it really, really brings together a valid argument as to why Bitcoin does have value. The buying power of Bitcoin is determined in exactly the same way that the buying power of the euro, the British sterling, the Japanese yen, or the US dollar is determined through market forces of supply and demand in international liquid markets that operate around the clock. One of the fundamental differences is that Bitcoin trading never ceases. has been going continuously for seven years. The network never stops. Every ten minutes, Bitcoin's heart beats, and transactions are processed. The exchanges never close. There is no closing price for Bitcoin. It is a rolling average. And in that trading, a market capitalization of approximately $12 billion is now traded internationally. What is $12 billion for a global currency? It's a guppy, swimming in shark-infested waters. <laughs> and every trader, every whale goes in there and just kicks that price around. So right now, the experience of living on Bitcoin, which I have been doing full-time for more than three years, is a roller coaster. It's an absolute roller coaster. I've seen shifts of 20 or 30 percent in a day. And yet, if you look at the long-term trend, volume goes up, 
transactions go up, and volatility keeps dropping. And the beauty of it is, I can't sell that to an American, I can't sell that to a Brit. I don't need to sell it to an Argentinian. I don't need to sell it to a Brazilian. I don't need to sell it to a Venezuelan. I went to a conference and an Argentinian told me, I'm not worried about volatility. Our currency has volatility like this. Bitcoin has volatility like this. I'd rather be going in that direction. And you don't need to tell them why. Their government threw people out of airplanes not more than 35 years ago for disagreeing. They already know why the separation of state and money is a good idea. And so volatility is relative. Just by listening to what he says, I mean, it's, he's a remarkable man when it comes to dealing with cryptocurrency and explaining it to regular people like us. Um, he really does see the future when it comes to this stuff, and it's uh, pretty profound, you know, to say the least. I think we can safely say that Bitcoin does have value. I think that is not a stretch anymore. It is currently trading at $7,200. It's going to increase. It's going to increase past $10,000. Who knows if it gets past $100,000 per coin? At that point, we will all agree, <laughs> whether you like it or not, that Bitcoin does have value. Can it fall? I think once it gets past a certain amount, it can't fall. It can't fall to nothing. I think right now we're still in the stages where it could fall back down to $1,000 if it wanted to. I don't see it happening, but it could. But once we get past the $100,000 mark or the $50,000 mark, it's going to be very hard for this coin to fall. That's it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the talk that we had about the value of Bitcoin. I hope you guys learned something, and I hope you guys pass it on. Let's get to the end of the show. You know, I love receiving mail from you guys. I really do. But what I love even better is being contacted via Twitter. So hit us up at Thriller Podcast on Twitter. If you guys want to take pictures and send them my way, feel free to at Instagram, at Car Gonzalez. And for all you Snap people out there, the Snap Spectacles, hit us up on car-cons, search for it, and our website, thrillerpodcast.club. support the show go over to thrillerpodcast.club slash patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n and become a part of the thriller army you can donate a dollar a month to get access to everything that we have to offer at patreon if you guys want to get into the mining game join genesis go to thrillerpodcast.club slash genesis and save three percent if you guys just want to buy straight up bitcoin go to thrillerpodcast.club slash coinbase You'll get a free $10 of Bitcoin with the, your first purchase. That's awesome. If you guys want to get started with uh, making some real money, go to thrillerpodcast.club slash bitconnect. There you'll get an extra 3%. 
on your first investment with BitConnect. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. We'll see you next time on Thriller Podcast. We are out. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with Car Gonzalez. Thriller Podcast wants you to have a nice day. Remember to buy Bitcoin and save the world one Satoshi at a time. <laughs>